to the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich with Nathan Sage and Steve Sell. Enjoy your lunch with our fun-filled McPherson Radio Sports Show every Thursday from 12.15 to 1. Nathan and Steve will dive into and take a few bites from all your favorite local... Off the left side, still on his feet, end zone, touchdown, come! person the who? sophomore who is Jaden gum oh he just made a name for himself right there college man goes in motion southwestern loads the box hill running to the near sideline and is in touchdown bulldogs the wild niche works again and they engineer a game go ahead touchdown drive and pro sports when two to kendry's morales a two-run lead for kansas city Sends a ball well hit into left center field. And that one is gone! And the Chiefs' kingdom has firmly planted its flag on top of football's highest summit. The Kansas City Chiefs are champions of Super Bowl 54. So grab your food, get your drink, turn up that radio, and enjoy your lunch with the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich on McPherson's Radio, 96.7 FM KBBE, and online at midkansasradio.com. And now, here's Nathan Sage and Steve Sell. Got me hot. And welcome into the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich on 96.7 KBBE. Nathan Sage joined alongside Steve Sell once again for another fun-filled episode. We got a lot of sports news, a lot of special high school sports news as well to get to. Uh, we do have to preview some area football games, semifinal football games as well. We'll get to that, the previewing of the football games after the break. Um, but first, we need to get to some... Uh, some news, some high school sports news regarding the uh, winter winter sports season. Um, just yesterday, the Kansas State High School Activities Association Executive Board received and reviewed data regarding uh, the impact of COVID-19. I'm not going to go through the whole proclamation and through, through the whole thing, but um, when it comes to winter sports and COVID-19, they are looking at uh, possibly delaying the start of winter sports all the way until mid-January with other proposals, um, which we will get to. But the big thing is they approved it. It's going to go to the board of directors now, and they'll hold a special meeting on Tuesday at 1 p.m. to decide the fate of of winter sports. Uh, I did want to get to some of the proposals for this, and I'll read those off real quick. Um, Delay in competition for all winter activities until Friday, January 15th. Allow virtual competition. That's for debate and scholars. Um, Winter activities practice may continue and are appropriate they can go through uh december 22nd then there will be a winter break that will go from 23rd to through january 3rd and then they can start resuming practices on january 4th tentative resumption of competition again january 15th no fans for competition january 15th through the 28th limited fans from january 29th through the remainder of winter competition mandatory universal mass will be will be the ex- with the exception rather for athletes and officials uh no invitational tournaments and you know when it comes to high school competition limits basketball 13 games bowling eight days per team individual swimming and diving maximum eight competitions and wrestling maximum of 12 events or 20 competition points max so uh that's where we stand right now obviously 
COVID-19 continues to be on a surge, especially here in McPherson County. I know we had 87 cases over the past 48 hours. I know that's on midkansasonline.com. But as we've been talking, Steve, COVID-19, 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 we knew we didn't want to talk about it, but we knew it was coming here in the wintertime. It could affect winter sports, and here's what what I believe I think you're on the same agreement that this is more than likely going to happen. Well, you know, you look at social media and, you know, uh, everybody on social media, I haven't seen really one person that wants to see the uh, pushback. Now, there will be a vote on Tuesday, as you said. Um, Remember, they had a vote uh, earlier this year. It didn't pass about, you know, having seasons in the, you know, move football and everything. That fell uh, pretty, pretty handily. I wouldn't say right now this is not going to pass. Um, we're going to get through football. Uh, just seems like all the other sports seem like they ended a month ago, which almost they did. But uh, football, they're, gonna, they're doing everything they can to get it in. I mean, they're down to so few teams. Of course, the Bullpups home tomorrow night. If they win tomorrow night, excuse me, if they win tomorrow night, they would play next Friday in Hutchinson. Um, that'll be an afternoon game. And I've already heard there's some opposition in Hutchinson to the game being played there. Uh, that's just, you know, s- stuff in the wind right now. But as of now, uh, the 4A championship game would be in Hutch. Um, I guess my feeling is this should have been in place earlier um, because the teams have started practicing. Uh, this, is, this was the first week allowed. Uh, and if they go ahead and delay the season – these teams are going to practice basically about two months before their first game, and that will get a little tiresome. So, um, if they weren't, if they were going to do this, and, and they should have just gone ahead and made the vote, and that way the teams wouldn't have started practice so early. Now you look at boys basketball and wrestling; uh, those two sports. I know Coach Kinneman has about ten of his top twelve who play football. So, and then Coach Kretzer is missing a lot of his uh, upper weight guys. You know, they're kind of the lineman type. So, it's been a little tough for them at practice anyway. But, um, again, everything's so fluid. We just don't know what's going to happen. And as far as the vote, I, wouldn't, I don't want to bet one, you know, wager to guess one way or the other. I really don't know. Uh, social media, though, has just been you're cheating our kids. You're taking it away from our kids. Well, let's think about the kids. Let's think about keeping them safe. Um, I don't know the answer. I don't have the answer. I mean, uh, my feelings don't matter to anybody. So, like I say, whatever the state rules, I say abide by it. You know, you don't really have any other choice. And if if these uh, board of directors vote to push it back, we'll push it back. But what I guess I don't like is – is that they're limiting the games, especially like basketball, 13 games. Uh, why can't they just extend the basketball season like two or three weeks? And, and I, you know, the invitational tournaments, I understand. Uh, they, you know, they wouldn't have the invitational tournaments, and that would be very sad because the McPherson Invitational, Mid-American Classic are the, kind of the highlights of the year. That's one of the goals of both teams. Uh, you know, both our boys and girls have four goals, win league, win league win substate win state that's generally the goal every year but uh you'll, you might need the, you're going to need those days now to play makeup games i just 13 games just doesn't seem like enough for a season to me just extend the season a couple of weeks and even then you can push the spring sports back a couple of weeks if you have to it doesn't matter if you end in june these kids are going to be playing 
traveling. A lot of these kids will be on traveling teams anyway, so they're going to be playing no matter what. So anyway, it's a re- it's a very hot button topic. I know a lot of people are really against uh, the vote of starting late, and you know they're welcome to their opinion, and uh, we'll see what happens. You know. I've thought about this all day. I didn't know what I was going to say, but here's what, here's my feelings on it. I completely understand parents. I completely understand the situation. Um, the difference with this sports season, I, I figured winter would be a tough one because everybody's indoors and around each other. And that's usually when you have the colds and flus and together anyway, that's when you're dealing with that. Um, my thought is I agree with you. I think that, this should have been planned out beforehand going into the year. You should have had contingency upon a contingency upon a contingency, not just high school, but we see it with KCAC. We see it with other college stuff as well. Um, I agree that um, I don't like the shortened season for the athletes, but I do like it being pushed back because of what we're seeing right now. Um, I agree with you again. I think that, if you were to come out and say at the beginning of the year, winter sports going to take a break through the holidays and then they're going to start January 15th and we're going to, it gives coaches, administrators, everybody, officials, everybody a chance to kind of digest that, make their plans accordingly, figure out what to do. And now we don't have that. And um, I don't know if the board of directors can tweak the proposal and change little things here and there. I don't know if that is an option, Um, but I just think that, like you, I, I agree 100% that I think that, and that's going to get to my kind of a complaint towards the end of the year, to, towards the end of the show, rather, is I think that it just needs, uh, this should have been thought about beforehand, and, and uh, someone should have stepped up and said, hey, this is what, we, what we're going to plan for. Again, I, I believe that right now, and I've told you this off air, I said it'd be great if they took a break from now, and I mean, McPherson's in remote learning, but take a, or going to be in remote learning rather, take a break from Thanksgiving through the December, and then come back in January after you got away from everybody. Because when it comes to holidays, I know you're asking everybody to stay away. That is a very hard task and a very hard thing for people to do. So to think of it as realistic is not realistic. So um, again, I think the delay is right. I just think that moving it back uh, or, or extending the seasons or, or doing whatever you did in the in the spring, trying to you know push it to why does it have to be in March for the tournament? Why can't we go into April? Why can't we right. go a little longer? There's other ways to do it. Um, and honestly, I think it'd been great to, to hear from different administrators throughout the state regarding it. But either way, um, that's the proposal. That's where we stand. And we're just going to have to, if they approve it, kind of live with it. And that's another reason, Steve, while we've been on this show and people might not like us talking about COVID or saying things, but that's why we've been saying try and do the right thing. Because for me, and I told Coach Pav this today, I said, for me, it's just I could care less if I can broadcast the game, honestly. It's about these kids competing, especially the spring they had. I want these kids to have the most chances to compete because of what they've gone through so far uh, the difficulties they've had because nobody can can relate to this class nobody can so um, that's where I stand I I think that it is good delaying it but at the same time I think there should be modifications made to it well the numbers speak for themselves and you know we've had players in quarantine they get out of quarantine I know uh, coach Pab told us we just had a player he got back last night uh, they didn't have it, but they were in quarantine because of tracing. But the numbers don't lie, and and I, I still kind of shake my head. 
I still have people tell me they think it's a hoax. They yeah. think it's going to go away. They thought it was going to go away with the election. But, you know, I don't want to get political, but the numbers don't lie. Over 250, was it 260,000 people have died? If that isn't proof enough, I don't know what is. But, but again, uh, hopefully the vaccine will be approved and they can get that out and we can get back to some sense of normalcy. But uh, like you say, whatever the state decides, live by it, adjust accordingly. Uh, I feel sorry for these athletic directors trying to get these schedules to work out. I mean, there's a lot of shifting that's going around. Um, you know, a 13-game schedule, I don't know where you begin <laughs> on how you figure out 13. I guess it's just all the games from December get wiped out. I don't know what they do for, you know, like leagues. Do you play all the – like McPherson would play 10 league games. That would leave them three non-league games. So, you know, hopefully hopefully by March, we you know, we'll be at the point where we can have a state tournament and, uh, you know, finish a state tournament. Of course, the McPherson High girls saw their season ended last year in the semifinals. And it was such unfortunate because everyone was waiting for that rematch of McPherson and St. Thomas Aquinas. Bullpups had such a terrific team. It would have been great to see how that played out. Yeah, that's what, why I keep saying it's all about the kids getting this competition. And I'm I'm just thrilled that we still have a game so far for tomorrow. Uh, one thing we'll get to here in a little bit. At least bit. as of now. As, yeah, exactly, <laughs> as of now. But again, and I'll, the last thing I want to say about COVID, and I hate talking about it, last thing I'll say, it does not matter what my opinion is. It doesn't matter what Steve's. It doesn't matter what your own opinion is. And I know that's hard to hear. It does not matter. The state's going to do what they're going to do. They're going to try and keep these kids safe or regardless of what you believe or don't believe. So in my opinion, and again, it doesn't matter, let's just do the right thing, whatever we have to do for the good of everybody because um, that's what it matters is these kids, the competition, those teams. And the only thing I'll add to your thing too is, you know, it just kind of sucks that it, it came out now and these teams are already practicing and getting right. ready for the season. And, you know, McPherson's game is, what, two weeks away, I think. Right. And, you know, and it's like – now you're First up in the Friday, air December. yeah and yeah. now you're up in the air and you don't know anything i think that's the only thing i don't like about it i wish it would like you said would have been back at the year beginning of the year had some more of an outline of an idea of what to do because you knew going into this is what we're going to deal we were going to deal with it but either way that's where we are right now we'll have more information again on tuesday the meetings at one o'clock so stay tuned to midkansasonline.com um, we'll have the information up as fast as we can get it um, so you know what's going on and we'll have any backlash after that and we'll talk about it next week during the lunchtime yeah. sports sandwich. we'll know by this time next week and actually next week we're actually going to have lunchtime sports sandwich on wednesday at 12 15 oh that's right we're going to do it then because we got thanksgiving on thursday so we're going to have a quick edition on wednesday and we'll be able to kind of break it down for you then as well but enough of that enough about the winter sports enough about covid we got a football game well many football games to talk about but we'll get to that after this quick break here on 96.7 kbbe farmers insurance group and agent brad forsberg are two names you can trust with all your insurance needs with the annual medicare renewal period from october 15th through december 7th now is the time to contact agent brad forsberg brad can help you with all your medicare and medicare supplement plan renewal needs and answer any questions you might have. Give Brad a call at 620-504-5133 and let him get the best insurance plan for you. Farmers Insurance Agent Brad Forsberg, ready to help you with all your insurance needs. Is your car on its last leg? Ready for an upgrade? Then Castor Clunkers at Midway Motors is just what you need. Trade in and get at least $2,000 no matter what shape your old vehicle is in. 
Pick out one of Midway's 600 used vehicles that are priced for the year-end clearance and save big. Cash for Clunkers is going on now through November 30th at MidwayMotors.com or visit us in McPherson, Hutchison, Newton, or Hillsboro. Midway Motors, for every mile of life. Hello, my name is Dr. Esther Reddick, a board-certified Mayo Clinic-trained ophthalmologist in McPherson at 901 North Main. Your safety is our top priority. Regular eye exams are a vital part of your overall health care. Good vision is not always a guarantee of good eye health. Some eye diseases can develop without warning signs or vision changes. Regular eye exams help keep you seeing your very best. Your eyes, your health, our passion. Call 245-0556 to set up an appointment. Banking is different these days, but at People's Bank, we're here to help. You can visit us at any of our drive through locations or utilize one of our 16 ATMs, many of which accept deposits. You can even bank from home by visiting us online at peoples.bank or use other features such as mobile banking, People's Pay, or our new Apple Watch app. We understand that you have banking needs. And just as before, we will continue to be here for you. People's Bank and Trust, member FDIC. McPherson Center for Health is pleased to announce that the Hess Fitness Center is once again accessible 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We've taken extra measures to make this space safe and enjoyable for you to get back to your fitness routine. For more information and special instructions prior to your visit, please go to www.mcphersonhospital.org or call 620-241-2251, extension 176. And welcome back to the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich on 96.7 KBBE. Nathan Sage again, joined alongside Steve Sell. We got through that winter COVID stuff, and now we got to talk some football. We got a football game coming up on Friday that we're excited for, McPherson should be excited for, and I think other communities, including Little River and Inman, should be excited as well as we have three teams, Steve, that could potentially be playing in the state championships. Well, how great would that be, a county of 29,000? Uh, eight schools and and almost half of them play for a state championship in football. Of course, one of them doesn't even have football. Larry doesn't have football. But uh, big games on tap. Uh, McPherson, of course, is home against Arkansas City. Uh, Little Rivers on the road at Madison, which shocked Canton Galva last week. I, I, I still can't believe that. I still believe if Madison and Canton Galva played ten times, Canton would win. Canton Gal would win nine. Inman now will go to Oakley, a team that's already beaten uh, 39 to 13. But remember, Oakley had lost to Smith Center by almost 30 points. Turned around, beat Smith Center last week. So anything can happen in a rematch. But let's start with McPherson Arc City. That's the game we're going to cover on Friday night. This is the fourth straight year the Bullpups have been in the state semifinals. Like I wrote in my story, we've knocked on the door three years in a row. Nobody's been home. Can this year be? The year the Bullpups finally make a state championship football game for all the glorious accomplishments McPherson High School Athletics has had, never played for a state championship. And I really believe this is going to be the year the Bullpups get it done. Arc City comes in. You know, their record's only five and six, but they've played a lot tougher schedule. Uh, like Coach Pab told me this morning, if we'd played their schedule, our record wouldn't be probably what it is at 10 and one. But Arc City's got great athletes. They're going to sling the ball all around. Uh, I think you're going to see a lot of points scored. And the thing is, the Bullpups need to get through with something weird not happening. And 
in my column for tomorrow, I'm going to talk about all the strange things that have happened each of the last three years. And in the last three years, the Bullpups have done something in each game that they had not done the entire year, like give up a safety in one game, which proved to be the difference in a two-point game. And in the last two years, it's been high snaps on punts that have cost them the game, which is really unusual. You look back at last year and over Central, I looked up the stats, and over Central had four first downs, 40 yards rushing, 43 yards passing. The Bullpups were around 300 yards of offense and didn't score in the game. The Bullpups ran almost 80 plays against Andover Central last year and didn't score a point. Yeah. So you look at that game. And really two years ago, two years ago, I felt like that was the best Bullpup team we had. That's the team. They lost to Goddard 15-14. A block punt out of the end zone cost them two points. They lost by one. And, you know, they hadn't had a punt blocked all year. But that team, to me, that 2018 team, because you look at the defense that they had. You had Khalil Lisbon and Cody Stuffel being in the line. You had Jace Alexander at linebacker. Then on offense, you had the bus in the backfield. You had Kyler Hoppus. You had the great receivers. You had some good offensive linemen. That team was probably, you know, they were much better than Goddard, but they had six or five turnovers in that game, had five turnovers in the Andale game. That's something this team hasn't done much this year. They haven't turned it over very much. I think I counted 11 turnovers on the entire season. And then in the playoffs, they've turned it over five and four and five times in games. So uh, I think if the Bullpups just play their game and, and don't make mistakes, they're going to advance the state championship game. Arc City will have a really good quarterback. Uh, uh, the Welch kid, great athlete, only a sophomore. Uh, he hurt us a little bit last year, but McPherson has dominated each of the last two years in this game. 26 to six last year, 62 to 28 the year before. I think the Bullpups get it done this time. Yeah, so I'll I'll go through real quick why I think why on paper and in, in, in kind of in the rumor mill why you'd be scared of this game and then why I think McPherson's going to win. First off, like you mentioned, the quarterback there, the quarterback play. We haven't seen, like, well, McPherson has seen quarterbacks that can throw, but this year it's been a lot of running teams, a lot of flex bone teams. So you kind of get in that normal, you know, used to that type play. So that's going to be different. Um, the physicality that Arc City likes to bring, and, and, and we saw that out of Bueller. Um, McPherson, not say they don't do great against it, but when someone matches their physicality, it can be a longer game for them. I will say one thing. Uh you know, the Bullpups didn't run the ball very well last week. Wamiga was able to run for almost 200 yards. Yeah. So, obviously, Arc City against the run may not be as good as they were last year. Uh, supposedly, they're missing one of their best linemen. Defensive linemen's not going to play. They have their best linemen still. Uh, the Shannon kid, tremendous player. But, uh, you know, the Bullpups are so diversified. If the running game's not working, they go to the passing game. If the passing game's not working, they go to the running game. A lot of onus will again be on the offensive line. Uh, I thought they did a pretty good job last week of giving Rinker time to throw. Three for 257 yards. Dylan Rinker, 27 touchdown passes, six interceptions. Two of those interceptions were on Hail Marys, basically, mm -hmm. at, at the end of half. So he's basically only thrown four picks all year against 27 touchdown passes. Jayton Gum, almost 1,400 yards rushing. And remember, he is only playing because Aiden Hoover got hurt in the first game. Aiden Hoover doesn't get hurt against Salina South. Jayton Gum, we might not even heard about him that much this year, but Jayton Gum has taken advantage and has made the most of it. Again, I think McPherson gets it done in this game. I picked him 35-21. Here's why I think McPherson gets it done. 
seniors on this team have been through this now. This will be the fourth time they've been through this. That senior offensive line, I think, got awakened last game against Bueller when they were kind of pushed around a little bit in that game. I think if McPherson going against another physical team, those seniors need to look in the mirror right now and go, hey, if we want to win this game, it starts with us. And I think they'll, they're going to get it done. I think the running game is going to be, like you mentioned, is going to be huge. I think Gum and Schreiner are gonna have a good game that's my opinion and defensively the reason i'm not scared so much about the pass game is because i think jayton alexander got his feet under him again back with bueller he's that quarterback of that defense that free safety back there i really think uh that secondary is gonna have a good game and if jayton alexander didn't play last week mcpherson probably doesn't win he came up and made the big stop on fourth down uh you know on that big play on sam elliott Bullpups were able to take a knee after that. Uh, it's just a shame that, you know, the fans aren't going to be yes. there in person. Well, some of them will be, yeah, but, but, you know, 400 fans total. The game's on the uh, NHS, NFHS network. And for those that have that, if you don't have it, contact. I think Shane Bakus can uh, get you lined up on that. It is the uh, it's the video with our audio that goes along with it. So it, it's just like being there. You can have it in surround sound if you yeah. want to. But uh, I think the Bullpups get it done. Again, McPherson taking on Arc City again. Pre-game six thirty kickoff seven o'clock this coming this coming Friday tomorrow right here on ninety six seven KBBE. We do like you did mention Little River taking on Madison Inman and Oakley. Inman and Oakley won stands out to me because they've already played um and i remember talking to coach sawyer before that game and it's a long road trip i think this time is going to be the same conditions they don't know if they're going to stop or can stop during this but they still were able to get off that bus that's what we were scared about getting off that bus after that long road trip and getting it done i in my opinion i see inman moving on i see mcpherson moving on little river madison that's going to be a toss-up to me well i really like how inman's playing you beat you beat conway springs by 40 with the tradition that program has, that tells me the Teutons are firing on all cylinders. And their only two losses are kind of like McPherson's losses were in the playoffs. It was They basically beat themselves. I think the Teutons get it done. I think they get it done by a couple of touchdowns. Little River and Madison, I know Madison beat Canton Galva, but from everybody I've talked to that was at that game, if Canton Galva doesn't turn it over, Canton Galva probably wins that game by 20. And Little River just seems to be getting better and better every week. And like Coach Kinneman says, if you have the best athlete on the field, you have the best chance to win. Well, Little River's got the two best athletes on the field in Jaden Garrison and Graham Stevens. I think they get it done. I really do. I just think it's going to be difficult for Madison to uh, stop Little River. And if you look at last week, Canton Galva, the only time they got stops when they stopped themselves. Madison really didn't stop. Canton Galva had a lot more yards. Madison didn't even have 200 yards in that game last week. I know, I'm sure Canton Galva wishes it could play that game over. What a great run for Shelby Hoppus' team. 23 straight wins. I really thought we were going to have the Canton and Little River, Canton Galva, Little River rematch. Uh, It just didn't happen. And and hopefully, Canton Galva folks are rooting for Little River, uh, you know, to beat Madison. Uh, Little River hasn't been in the state championship game since 2001. And in that year, they played Jetmore, which was coached by 
Kevin Ayers, who is now the coach <laughs> at Little River. So Kevin Ayers knows what it's like to win a state championship. And I've covered some of Little River's uh, state championship games back in 82, I believe it was, at McPherson College. Uh, I covered that game uh, when they won. I think they played maybe Baileyville or somebody like that. I was also in Salina, I believe it was 1999, when they had the Adrian Howie team, and, and they won that game too. So Little River – does know what it's like to win state championships. Going back really quick on that Madison Kent Galva game, a lot of those. Uh, if you're if you're little if you're the Redskins and Little River and your coach Ayers, be ready on special teams because they came out with a uh, uh, onside kick after half. They had a kick return for a touchdown that one. So just be ready when it comes to special teams because you talk about special teams and turnovers. Take that out of that equation. That game Kent Galva, like you said, oh. wins easily. Yeah. So again, be on the lookout either way. I still I won't say they're gonna win it. I'll say it's gonna be a toss up because I I just can't I just can't pick it because here's my thought process. The last thing I'll say about it is usually when you when you want to be a champion you got to beat the best. Madison did that again against Canton Galva. Yeah, you gotta you gotta credit them. They yeah. they played the game of their life and I mean they're eleven and zero. Yeah. It's not like they're chopped livers. Yeah. So, so. Um, yeah. But little Canton Galva beaten them by forty the year before. So I think that's why I think. People were so surprised that Madison, you know, was able to turn that around. Either way, game's coming up on Friday. Again, uh, McPherson, that McPherson Arc City game, 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock kickoff on Friday right here on 96.7 KBB. But we do got some more sports and, and information to get to, so we will take our last break, and we'll be back with more of the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich after this on 96.7 KBBE. Clean water, artists, fast cars, bicycles, games and toys, kites and frisbees, oceans, boats, vacations, walking, cooking, clean clothes, pumpkin pie, rain and rainbows, thunderstorms and peace, therapy pets, cups of tea, coffee, farms, hayrides, a paid bill, shelter, dry boots, snow, hope. This gratitude list is brought to you by RC Heating and Cooling. Well, the holidays are here, and so is a festive new Nextech wireless deal. Loyal customers and newbies alike, trade in your tired old device. Get a new phone on us. Stuck somewhere else? No worries. We'll pay off your contract so you're free to switch and free to choose your new free phone. So visit the right people with the right deals and get the best phone on the best network. It's time for something different. Nextech wireless. Certain restrictions apply. See store for details. Next to Freddy's in McPherson. Hi, friends. This is Dana Sammer. People often ask me if and when they can switch from one Medicare supplement to another. The answer is that you can switch at any time, but it must be approved by the underwriters of the new company. In other words, if your health is good, you may be a candidate to switch companies to save money, for instance. Call me, Dana Sammer, with the Alliance Agency at 245-4861, and we can discuss your Medicare needs today. Or stop by our office on the second floor of the Warren Place. Thank you. Whether you're reimagining your backyard or transforming a few acres into a field of dreams, let Prairieland Partners show you how easy and affordable it is to own a John Deere. Go to prairielandpartners.com. Click on the PLP Builder to build, price, and buy a compact utility tractor, mower, gator, or skid steer. Get started today at prairielandpartners.com. Delivering the right solution. Prairie 
Laying Santa isn't always easy, so why not this year give the gift that anyone will enjoy? Give Visa gift cards from Great Plains Federal Credit Union in McPherson. It's the gift that makes your job as Santa so much easier. Let the friendly and helpful elves at Great Plains Federal Credit Union make you a Santa Claus success. Stop by and get your Visa gift cards today. Great Plains Federal Credit Union, 720 North Main in McPherson, an equal housing lender, member NCUA. Janet's doing it, so is Fred. Bonnie's all over it. Same with Omar. Tim's been at it since February of last year. Corey started the year before that. And guess what? They're all saving by doing so. What's that? Oh, the doing part? Why, they're using the Drive Safe and Save app from State Farm. And they're saving up to 30% and more on their auto insurance. How about you? You ready to get at it and save? To start driving safe and saving in McPherson, call State Farm agent Jim LaDuke today. Discounts may vary. Not available in California, Massachusetts, New York, or Rhode Island. Your Board of Public Utilities asks, are you looking for ways to save on your winter heating bills? Saving money on your BPU bill can be as easy as one, two, three. Number one, lower your thermostat by two degrees to save as much as 4%. Number two, during daylight hours, open drapes and blinds to gain the maximum heat through the windows. And number three, check your furnace filter monthly. Keeping your furnace properly maintained will reduce energy consumption and save you up to 5% on your heating costs. This message is from your friends at the McPherson Board of Public Utilities. And welcome back into the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich on 96.7 KBBE. Nathan Sage again with Steve Sell. Uh, Steve, we were going to talk a little bit about some college basketball and some college sports around the area, but it seems as soon as we bring that up, it things get canceled or postponed so it's a fluid situation yeah and uh you know mac college men they haven't played uh for about two weeks now uh the women have played a couple games uh, i think the women are off till the 28th the men will uh in december i think the kcac if they had to do it all over again they would have just delayed the start of the season because most of the teams should have about 10 games in by now you look at the bethany men they've played one game and they're going to be off almost a month between games. They're supposed to play Tuesday against Kansas Wesleyan. They haven't played since November 4th. So I think if the KCAC had to do it all over again, they would have pushed back the start of the season. So college basketball have been very quiet. Central men have only played one game. Uh, the women, I think, have played uh, six. The MAC women have played five. Uh, Bethany men, like I said, one. Bethany women have played six. So uh, it's just, you know, it's it's news when they play. Yeah, it's not news when they're canceled. It's news when they play. So anyway, that's enough on college basketball. Yeah. let's get to something the people really want to hear about. And the and Chiefs, that's the Kansas City yeah. Chiefs, and the Chiefs, of course. Sunday night football this week. They play the Raiders. The Raiders, the only team to have beaten the Chiefs. Remember that just awful game uh, in Week Five, 40-32 won by the Raiders. All they did in that game, Derek Carr dropped back, threw it as far as he could. They hit the Chiefs on several long pass plays, but the Chiefs are coming off a bye week. They've been tremendous uh, in the game after the bye week since Andy Reid's been there. You know they've got some new wrinkles in. Uh, the defense has gotten rested up, uh, and I'm sure they've worked against the big pass play. I don't see, even though the game is in Vegas, I don't see the Raiders able to sweep the Chiefs in a season series. If they do, that's a pretty amazing feat because Patrick Mahomes, I don't know if I don't know if he's ever lost 
to the same team two games in a row. One thing I did want to say about that game before we move on is the whole defensive line right now for the Raiders is in the COVID is on the COVID list. If they continue to be negative, they will play in that game. But just an interesting situation with that. If you think the COVID is not affecting pro athletes, what it is, so that could be a, a part of that game as well. If they're not able to play, it's going to be interesting to see what the Raiders do defend on their defensive line. Again, that game coming up on uh, Sunday night, like uh, Steve said, right here on 96.7 KBBE. But we do have a game tonight, not on radio, but another game tonight. Uh, it seems like they just played, but Arizona at Seattle, an NFC West matchup in that one, 7.20 tonight on Fox and the NFL Network. And that'll be fun because yep. ESPN all week has been kind of running stories. Who's the better quarterback, Kyler Murray or Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson was the NFL MVP five weeks into the season, yep. and his offensive line is just basically broken down. They've lost, I believe it's three of their last four. Uh, they're really struggling. Arizona won on a Hail Murray last week. Kyle Murray throwing the Hail Mary uh, to DeAndre Hopkins. That'll be a fun game to watch. These Thursday night games actually have been very good so far this year. Yeah, and you know, when it comes to that game too, it's almost like the passing of the torch in the NFC West because Seattle's been good for a long time now, and you never thought I'd say that when I was a kid, but either way, they've been good for a long time now, and Kyler Murray, that's why you can see the comparison they're, and Russell Wilson. They're both about the same size. They both play a little bit more. I'd say Kyle Kyler Murray is more... Um, I say more elusive than Russell right. Wilson oh, is, yeah. but I think Russell Wilson's a better passer than Kyler, Kyler Murray. Either way, it's going to be entertaining. You got great wideouts in both those games. I'd, I'd give the, you know, for a long time you'd say Seattle's defense was was good. This year they're a little they're bit horrible. Yeah, they're a little bit. They're about the worst defense. Exactly. In the NFL. So it. I couldn't. I can't even pick a winner in this one. I think whoever shows up offensively in this, um, if Arizona plays to what I think they can play, I think Arizona can get the win. Well, I think if Chris Carson plays for Seattle, we don't know if he's going to play. If he plays, I think Seattle wins. If he doesn't play, I think they get beat. As we're running low on a little bit of time, I was going to do this real quick. Nathan's complaint of the the only thing about that is I think we've already covered it a little bit and it comes to COVID again and I don't want to harp on it any more than what I I'll just say this. I said this when we first got on the air. When I first did the lunchtime sports time, one of my first complaints was about the NCAA and nobody standing up and having leadership when it came to COVID-19 and making the tough decision and being the guy that says, this is why we're doing it and this is the way it's going to happen and I don't care what you say, this is how we're doing it. And I think that's what has to happen. I think that... Commissioners, I think NCAA presidents, I think um, different officials and leadership roles need to take that leadership responsibility. And even if you don't agree with them or disagree, they need to stand to stand by what they say and make a decision or decisions in general and stop waiting to the last minute. I know it's hard to do. I know it's a fluid situation, but that's my complaint of the week. Going forward, this day in sports, 1953, the U.S. Supreme Court rules 7-2 to that baseball is a sport, not a business. Tell that to how much they get paid. but mm-hmm. um, And then I got something a little bit later that ties in that with that as well. A red second baseman in this day, 1975, Joe Morgan, who just recently passed away, that's why I included it, was named the NFL MVP. And again, Joe Morgan on Sunday Night Baseball was my favorite analyst for a long time. Uh, 1978, the miracle of the Meadowlands. This is why you have the uh, victory formations and stuff now. Eagles' Herman Edwards, coach of Arizona State now, returns a fumble on a touchdown with 31 seconds left to give Philadelphia a 19-7 to victory over rival the New York Giants. 1979, Astros signed Nolan Ryan 
this this is why I brought that up earlier to a record four year four point five million dollar contract. Nothing compared to what they get now. Um, Nineteen ninety six. Shortly after that, Albert Bell signed a record five year fifty five million dollar contract with the White Sox. Still nothing compared to now. And then I want to get into some history for the Chiefs 2018 it's not good the Chiefs lost Rams beat Kansas City 54-51 in Los Angeles the third highest scoring game in NFL history uh, first two teams score 50 points in the same game Patrick Mahomes had six touchdown passes most in Monday Night Football history well I need Patrick Mahomes to throw six this week <laughs> against the Raiders because he's my fantasy football quarterback and you talk about injuries and COVID my uh, fantasy team I'm down like seven players I've had to scour the waiver wire and play guys that uh, you know aren't even very good so oh, yeah so that that was a great game I believe that was the game that was supposed to be in Mexico City and I believe field, so too and yep. the field wasn't in shape so they played it at the Coliseum and boy that was the probably the most exciting night in Monday night football history only quick birthdays as we got just a tiny bit of time left Ted Turner I wanted to mention as as well as Michael Wilbon with uh, um, Ryan Howard, the former uh, Philadelphia Philly, who kind of fell off there after the 2009 season. Either way, birthdays today, so happy birthday to do today. But that's going to do it for this episode of the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich. Thank you for tuning in and enjoying it. And again, remember, this uh, Lunchtime Sports Sandwich will air next week on Wednesday from 12.15 to 1 o'clock right here on 96.7 KBB. Why? Because Thanksgiving is on Thursday, and you got to enjoy some food with your family getting yourself all fat either way have a good time and we will catch you next week uh during the lunchtime sports sandwich and i will catch you on the flippity flip that's going to do it for this week's version of the lunchtime sports sandwich i hope you all enjoyed your lunch with a side of sports courtesy of myself and steve sell until next week go bulldogs go bullpups go wildcats go jayhawks go royals and go chiefs